America would default for the first time in history. The full faith and credit of the United States would be impaired. Janet Yellen spoke to lawmakers last week, misquoting historic facts as she scaremongered listeners regarding the potential debt ceiling government shutdown upcoming. And much worse, she threatened a possible default on the U.S. federal government's running mass trillions of fiat-denominated liabilities and IOUs. Yes, Janet Yellen is the current head of the United States Treasury. It is imperative that Congress address the debt limit. If not, our current estimate is that Treasury will likely exhaust its extraordinary measures by October 18th. At that point, we expect Treasury would be left with very limited resources that would be depleted quickly. America would default for the first time in history. The full faith and credit of the United States would be impaired, and our country would likely face a financial crisis and economic recession as a result. We must address this issue to honor commitments made by this and prior Congresses including those made to address the health and economic impact of the pandemic. It's necessary to avert a catastrophic event for our economy. Senators, the debt ceiling has been raised or suspended 78 times since 1960, almost always on a bipartisan basis. My hope is that we can work together to do so again and to build a stronger American economy for future generations. Thank you, and I'm pleased to take your questions. Okay, well, I got some questions. Did the United States of America not default on its foreign creditors back in the year 1971? You know, back when the Nixon administration essentially threw the 1944 supranational Bretton Woods Agreement into the Fiat Federal Reserve note-laden trash can, thereby effectively ending foreign trading partners' sovereign national ability to swap paper U.S. notes for physical U.S. gold bullion reserves? Remember the 12,000 metric tons of gold bullion we lost hemorrhaging out of the New York Federal Reserve vaults as the Vietnam War got underway in the late 1950s and into the 1960s? I don't believe there's anything at all faulty about the math. Um, Which math are we talking about? The hundreds of trillions in debt and unsaved for promise piles we have coming due this decade into the next? How in the hell are we going to pay that off? Oh, something more immediate, I guess. I think there's no question but that if Congress were to um, fail to raise the debt limit or even if it was feared, if we're getting close um, and it, it looks as in 2011 like Congress might not raise the debt ceiling and we might not be able to pay our bills, that you would expect to see an interest rate spike and if the debt ceiling were not raised. I think there would be a financial crisis and a calamity and... Wait a second. On your way out as Fiat Federal Reserve Note Chairman in 2017, you had the nerve to claim there would be no more financial crises in your lifetime. Well, are you still planning to be alive a few months from now? Absolutely, it's true that the interest payments on the government debt would increase. I would be concerned that the dollar and treasury assets, which are regarded as the most secure in the world. And the most secure assets are U.S. Treasury IOUs? For how much longer, with the way you're talking and the terrible fundamental arithmetic we've built up? Serve as the basis for the dollar to be the reserve currency. 
that it would undermine confidence um, in the dollar as a reserve currency and the interest payments of ordinary Americans on their mortgages and on their cars and on their credit cards would all go up in line um, with treasure, higher treasury borrowing costs. Are you going to sit here with a straight face and tell us price inflation's 4%? Sure. Probably closer to 4%. Okay. And um, th that's, that's already um, almost must be the case based on what's happened this year. One, in thinking about what is a reasonable level of debt, there are a number of different metrics that one might look at. Commonly, um, debt to GDP ratios are a measure that's widely used. Ours is a little bit over 100%, which traditionally has been regarded as high. Luke Groman points out the obvious, that the question is not whether the U.S. is going to default on its debt or not. Since the year 1800, 51 of 52 nations, 98%, that hit the 130% debt-to-GDP level like the U.S. currently has, had nearly all defaulted on their debts. The real question is whether we'll default via inflation or deflation. Judging by our U.S. financial history and world financial history, I'd say get ready for volatile durations of both extremes ahead. Stick around, Janet. We want to hear more. We've drastically changed rules and have defaulted multiple times in our nation's relatively short history, likely in response to probably the most major financial crisis ever suffered ahead, and possibly all the way to the sovereign fiat reserve currency level. Are we all going to act slack-jawed or shocked if and when we abruptly do similar forms of drastic defaults and rule changes to come as we have in the past? For now and in this video today, we again are going to monitor the exploding fiat U.S. dollar monetary base totals or fiat Federal Reserve note M0123 aggregate piles in order to target a conservative long-term forecast for gold and silver bullion in these coming turbulent years and decades ahead. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with your Bullion Market Update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SD Bullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one. You know the drill. SD Bullion is giving away a box of 500 new 2021 Silver Eagles that could have your name written all over it. But if you don't enter, it could go to someone like Silver Steve here. And while we like Silver Steve, he really doesn't like to share. So click the link below for your chance to win. Click the link below to enter your chance at winning this 2021 SD Bullion Type 2 American Silver Eagle Coin Monster Box giveaway of 500 Silver Eagle Coins. Official sweepstakes rules can be found at www.sdbullion.com forward slash sweepstakes. Good luck to all of you who enter and for your chance to win. Did the United States also not basically default on its very own citizenry in the 1933 to 1934 gold confiscation by executive order? You know, executive fiat decree numbered 6102. One major point about the amount of U.S. citizens who actually followed that 1933 gold confiscation order and actually turned in their gold coins. When you weigh the U.S. Mint's all-time gold mintage figures, mid-1800s onwards, 
versus what amount of gold coins actually got turned in and paid off at a near 60% discount to the eventual sharply revalued price higher a year later? Well, basically just less than two-fifths of all the U.S. gold coin supply found its way back to the then Federal Reserve branches. Probably most of the flyover USA ignored the illegal and unconstitutional decree. About 2,500 gold tons came in from the 1933-1934 gold confiscation. The rest of our massive post-World War II gold hoard was because we were a net balance of trade winner back then, for multiple decades running. Also sacrificed in 1934 by the U.S. Supreme Court was the sanctity of private business contracts via the repealing of explicit gold clauses. Instead, we got to settle our debts in less sound currency certificates and banknotes many decades that have followed. The effective overnight currency devaluation lessened U.S. citizens' savings and gold bullion purchasing power by nearly negative 70%, and to add insult to injury, then U.S. citizens were no longer allowed even to own more than three troy ounces of gold privately all the way until the year 1975 began. That's over 40 years of time. Oh, and by 1975, the fiat-denominated price of gold had more than five-folded in just the first half of the 1970s. U.S. citizens were not even free enough to take part. Well, certainly it would undermine confidence in um, our government and in the role of the dollar and the safety of the dollar, which is really never been questioned. Never been questioned? The safety of the things you keep calling a dollar or the hard debt IOUs now nearing 30 trillion, the Fiat Federal Reserve note, the one we hit keystrokes on a computer board to make, they're unquestionable? Dry January 1980, back when you were 33 years old and the entire financial system malfeasance was being accounted for by gold's rapidly escalating value. The same gold price that the then Federal Reserve Chairman Paul Volcker was asking his assistance about every day he arrived at work. The one price he eventually called the enemy. Years that followed, we could have gone back on a gold standard, but I guess we had fiat financialization spoils and a cold war to win. Well, here we are decades later, mass all-time record debt levels continuing to be accrued. The dollar is the safe haven asset when times are turbulent that people feel is absolutely secure. Are you talking about the U.S. constitutionally defined weighted gold dollar coin? If that's the case, this former Federal Reserve Governor John Exeter has a handy upside-down pyramid that shows what happens during negative financial spillover loops and liquidity events. The safest asset without counterparty risk is bullion, gold bullion in that case, and that is precisely why central banks like China, Russia, the EU, etc. own lots of gold bullion. Over one in five ounces of gold ever mined is owned by governments and their central bank partners because they know fiat financial folly history and that everything derivative and financial eventually fails into faults, bullion aside. Um, I think China has a long ways to go in reforming its financial markets um, before the, the renminbi is a serious rival to the dollar as a reserve currency, but 
I can't think of anything more harmful to the role of the dollar than failing to raise the debt ceiling. The imminent acute harm for the Fiat Federal Reserve notes value or Fiat US dollars buying power is already embedded into this massive, unwieldy, unstable system. Eventually, this fiat financial system that we've built off of cheap debts and leverage is going to have avalanches. Your legacy is going to be accounted for by gold, sharply revaluing higher head. Now, let's see how much fiat currency rocket fuel you and the now melded U.S. Treasury and Fiat Federal Reserve have pumped into the tank for the figurative but eventual parabolic moon launch for gold-silver value manias to come. According to the still ramping fiat U.S. monetary base versus the historic 40% gold revaluation precedent in the United States, we are now conservatively long-term targeting a gold price of 9,681 per ounce based on the fiat currency creation at the end of August 2021. For silver's eventual mania price potential, we use a conservative 2011 low target near a 30 gold-silver ratio calling for $323 an ounce silver based on the fiat currency creation end of August 2021 again. In the show notes and comments below, we'll leave backlinks to our prior five long-term gold silver price target videos so you can learn more about the reasoning behind it and why it is conservative grounded in historic precedent. As well, there will also be a Google Doc link where you can find running data tabs and source links. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.